0: Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Okay. I didn't tell you about this, but Brandon Cooks being traded to the Dallas Cowboys and uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson getting signed by the Detroit Lions, I think are the most notable news items. Mm-hmm. But we could cover those quickly, and then we'll, um, we're going to fire up the PFF mock draft simulator and just uh, pick some players. One of the millions of people doing that today. Are there millions per day, or I just think a, so. It's a lot of millions. Definitely. Well, we have. I mean, if all of our listeners, I mean, we joke do one million, each. Yeah, the
1: millions and millions, the millions of things. Like for the mock draft sim, it's actually real. There it are, is real. There are genuinely millions of people using that thing.
0: So uh, we'll do that in a minute. But first, uh, Brandon Cooks traded to the Dallas Cowboys late round draft pick exchange. Yeah, love that move. I like it a lot. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't even trying to joke when I texted you yesterday. The Cowboys are cooking. It was like that's a real legit move that I like. Yeah. No, that
1: move is great. I mean, Brandon Cooks is still a really good wide receiver. I, I don't whatever reason it is that teams move on from Brandon Cooks, he's he's about to hit 30, right? But he's never he's never hit free agency. He's in five different teams now, and it's they've all been via actually. trade. Yeah, that's got to be a, some sort of record. Um, so whatever it is that causes teams to bail on Brandon Cooks and go in a different direction, or simply cash in. It, it's not because he isn't a good football player. He's really good consistently in whatever offense he's put in. And Dallas doesn't need him to be a number one. Dallas already has that. They need him to step in and be what Michael Gallup wasn't last year coming off injury. And that lets Michael Gallup be, you know, a, a less uh, important or less uh, burdened part of that offense. The whole thing should be better.
0: So this what happens? Once you get rid of Zeke, you can get a, yeah. a real playmaker in there. Uh, this is the right move. For Dallas, uh, I, I'm all about you know moving receivers down a peg on the depth chart. C.D. Lamb won't move down a peg. He'll still be your number one, but Brandon Cooks as a 2A and Michael Gallup as a 2B looks fantastic. We'll see if they still want to address tight end or if that's just uh, Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot essentially taking over there, but this is how you win in the NFL. Not that Brandon Cooks is some you know secret sauce, but he's a top. 32 to 40 receiver in the nfl if I mean, not better
1: he should be able to replace what they lost and haven't replaced in amari cooper like yes a, a legitimate you know maybe not the number one but a guy that absolutely takes some focus off the number one lets everything else be better
0: yeah i guess the only question about cooks is this you know is he dropping off a little bit as we get later in his career i don't think so again you you mentioned he's been everywhere he's with the saints for three years patriots for a year rams for two texans for three He's, he's produced everywhere. Most of the time he had a pretty good quarterback, but he handled you know, less than stellar quarterback situations with the Texans over the last couple of years. And um, he can you know, pretty much win at every level of the field. He's a good player.
1: Yeah, he's so. still only 29. He'll be 30, you know, uh, not in the season, I don't think, but maybe at the end of it. When is his
0: birthday? Yeah, why don't you look that up? I will. I'll and then uh, Chauncey like. Gardner-Johnson going to the Lions. I, I feel like every year there's at least – one team. I'm not saying they're following our blueprints, but like when you look back at what they've done, it just it's, it's like, man, if I had the opportunity to do things, I I would replicate that. I would do something very similar. And uh, the Lions, after already signing Emmanuel Mosley, already signing Cameron Sutton at cornerback, bring in uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson to play that safety hybrid role. Add more versatility. But really just adding a good quality player to the secondary so once again they can go into the draft and yeah. into this mock draft without massive needs and feeling like they have to force a pick on the, in the back seven huge move for them
1: um i love this approach of look we haven't necessarily done amazingly at getting guys in the draft to, to stock at the secondary and make that an elite unit we're probably going to need to go back to the well but let's guarantee this group is going to play at a certain level with several veterans coming in in free agency. I mean, the Lions are, they've had a really, really strong free agent period and they still have the draft with extra capital to go. I mean, you really have to love where the Lions are heading with the one caveat being that, you know, maybe Jared Goff has a gap to how well he can play or how far he can take a team. Yeah, in I mean... Uh- September, by the way, for uh, Brandon Cook. So you get like a month of 29 for them.
0: So does this count as his age 29 year old season? Usually use uh, opening day as that. I don't know.
1: It feels like a fairly silly way of measuring
0: things. Okay, he'll be 30 during the season. Anyway, so the Lions all of a sudden with just solid solid options in the secondary. And uh, we'll get to the mock draft in a minute. I don't think they're out of the cornerback market in the first round. And that's maybe the thing that I love the most about this. It's not just filling needs so you don't have to force a pick but it's filling needs so that you can pick the best players, but, and then on top of that, attack the secondary, maybe with crazy volume, just for security's sake, for future-proofing, but also for tactically matching up on a week-to-week basis.
1: Yeah, and it just means that they don't have to force it. You know, we've been sort of looking at these mocks and going, can you really take one of these corners at number six, that feels kind of rich for them, Um, but they pick again at 18, now they can go, all right, let's take the best player available at six, Let's hope a cornerback is there at 18. And if there isn't one we like at 18, fine. We've we've stocked up. We'll come back in the second round. We'll see if there's value there. But they're now in a position where they just don't have to chase, you know, forcing a need and and exploiting or uh, suffering a lack of value because of
0: it. All right, last piece of news coming out of the weekend. Adam Thielen, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings, he's going to sign with the Carolina Panthers. That tweet you sent me was hilarious. But the uh, the Panthers now add Thielen to Terrace Marshall, Lavisca Chenault, have uh, Miles Sanders in the backfield coming off in free agency as well as Hayden Hurst. So the uh, the weapons are coming together
1: in yeah. Carolina. Uh, Field Yates tweeted: The Panthers offensive skill group has started to take shape this offseason, adding running back Miles Sanders, wide receiver Adam Thielen, tight end Hayden Hurst, and a quarterback that will be taken first overall to which somebody called Junes has replied, you couldn't get arrested with these weapons at an airport. Which is,
0: yeah, it's pretty true. Which is pretty, pretty hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, so I laughed. I chuckled. Um, I don't think it's necessarily because the Panthers are doing a poor job. I think, you know, they they gave up their – they had to give up DJ Moore to go get pick number one. And this is what they're left with. I think Adam Phelan still has enough left in the tank to make an impact, maybe a three-year deal uh, – you know, might be a little, a little rich for him. LaVisca Chenault, interesting player who would flash at times uh, as that, you know, f- former fringe first-round player coming out of Colorado. Hayden Hurst is okay as a tight end, played well in Cincinnati. So it's a lot of okay there, and I think they've, they're still looking, I think now with DJ Moore gone, who's that wide receiver one? Will they have an opportunity to get that this year? It's going to be tough with less draft capital.
1: Yeah. It's not it's not looking good for whoever's gonna be the quarterback there. When you look at the weaponry he has, whether it's Adam Thielen, Terrace Marshall, LaViska Chenault, Aiden Hurst, you know, Miles Sanders is fine. Chuba it's, Hubbard, it's just it's not a good group.
0: It reminds me a little bit of the Colts a couple <laughs> of years ago where there's 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 Panthers fans somewhere that are talking themselves into this. They're gonna they're gonna push back and say, well Adam Thielen's basically a one and he you know he's always been there right with Justin Jefferson and Stefan Diggs and Chennault's a perfect three and Terrace Marshall's ready to break out like you can you can spin their top three receivers and even Hayden Hurst who again he's a solid tight end you could spin this into positivity if you want I'm just you know complimenting Dallas's move to go get Brandon Cooks when they already have Michael Gallup and they already have C.D. Lamb that's where my m- mindset yeah, is I mean look right
1: there was a period where Adam Thielen was, I think, vastly underrated and was kind of 1-to-1A with Stephon Diggs. When Justin Jefferson arrived, though, like Thielen's... I, I'm not I'm not saying it was because of Jefferson, but coincidentally Thielen reached that age, which was, you know, 30, uh, where he started to decline and hasn't really been the same force. His touchdowns have gone down each of the last couple of years. Um, his yardage and, and kind of... Uh, General production has plateaued a little bit, and his effectiveness in terms of yards per route run has gone down each of the last three years. He's just reached the age now where he isn't the player he used to be, which is fine, like he's had a great career, but you're now buying into that as Carolina for you know multiple years and thinking i mean I don't see a turnaround in that. maybe it's there, but I, even if even as Panthers fans, that feels like a difficult sell. nah Thielen's going to bounce back to the guy he was like. We just we just caught him in a low.
0: we bought low i'll also but here's what i'll also say he's a good receiver to have for your new quarterback. I think the panthers, because of the investment to go get a quarterback, should look at this as a multi year rebuild. You can't fix everything in one year. you have to go get the quarterback first. next year's focus is going to be wide receiver one, target one, target two, you know actually revamping that receiver core that um you know, it took a little bit of a hit with DJ Moore moving on to Chicago. They have,
1: they still have cap space. Like, they should not be out of the running for New conference. For Nuke. Yeah. Now
0: like, that changes
1: everything. And that's a contract that is, you know, not great. It's onerous, but it's not as bad as it used to be. And, yeah. I, you know, the Brandon Cooks deal can only have helped a team trying to acquire New Copkins because that was for pennies. So if that's sort of what you're paying for in terms of, Hey, this contract stinks. We know that. We'll help you out with the trade deal. It's not going to cost you much. Like, Carolina only has crappy picks left, so throw one of them
0: towards Arizona for nuke. I'm, I'm not trying to overrate just what that does, though, right? You One move, right. like DeAndre Hopkins, moves Thielen to his more comfortable wide yes. receiver two spot. It moves Chenault to more of a gimmick player. It moves Terrace Marshall to less pressure, a three, who could break out and eventually overtake Adam Thielen. Now you've got four receiver pieces there all because you have one new Hopkins who, assuming he hasn't lost a step, is still a top 10 caliber receiver. And by the way, a lot of Panthers fans hate that concept because
1: they're like, oh, why would you? It's a win-now move for a team that's looking to the future. You're like, yeah, but in order to get to the future, the quarterback that you're about to draft number one overall or wherever in the top five if you trade again, that guy needs some sort of chance to survive. Like, we've just seen how hard it is. For several quarterbacks, if you have a terrible situation with nobody to throw to, you might ruin that guy's career before you get to the future. So bringing in a new, a new Hopkins for a one- or two-year deal to make sure that that guy has somebody to throw to is kind of important. And then it's not like it mortgages the future, right? Like right. the deal you take on is simply a, a, an awkward amount of money to carry for a couple of years, which you have that money. After that— you let him walk, and then you invest that money that you had tied up in New Hopkins in something for the future when you've decided your quarterback has actually succeeded, right? Our guy we drafted, number one overall, after two years of throwing to New Hopkins and Adam Thielen and whatever, has actually flourished. And we're 100% confident this guy is the future. We're getting this you know, Trevor Lawrence turnaround that we're just seeing now, and all of a sudden we got a ton of money freed up because Hopkins is gone. So I, I don't think you should look at that as, oh, that's a... That's a short-term move, that, and we were long-term vision right now. Like, they can coexist.
0: I, I also think in the NFC South, if the number one pick's good right, right away, you actually could win now in that division. And on top of that, there is a precedent, right? Andrew Luck throwing to one year of Reggie Wayne as a, as a possession receiver, and then Nuke Hopkins specifically aiding in the development of Deshaun Watson and aiding in the development of Kyler Murray, right? Both of those guys... Took a step forward. I mean, Watson always had New Hopkins, but that was his guy for a while. And then Kyler Murray's production took a step forward when New Hopkins showed up and they had some pieces around him. So there is precedent there and something for the Panthers to consider.